Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in Proverbs Four. Okay? Alright. Now we was in Proverbs 3, 2, and 1, and we're just going to keep rolling through Proverbs until we get finished. Mm -hmm. All the way to 31. Alright. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about a father's wise instructions. Okay? And we're just going to jump right in. Proverbs 4 and 1, and it says, Here... O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. Mm -hmm. You may gain insight. Yes. Listen to your father's instruction. We have to listen to God's instruction because that's the only way we're going to gain insight. <coughs> Getting revelation knowledge. Mm -hmm. You see? Who says, for I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. And God tells us in these scriptures that these precepts are good. And we know from scripture that the only thing good is God, right? right. So these precepts are from God. And don't forsake the teaching. Uh-uh. He says, when I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother. Now, remember, this is Solomon talking. Mm -hmm. He says, he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my words. Let your heart hold fast my words. We have to keep in our hearts the Word of God. Right? Because right. this is what helps us get through our daily lives. Uh -huh. The instructions, the precepts, everything that we learn in Scripture, we have to allow God to teach us, and not only teach us, but we have to hold these things into our hearts. Uh -huh. He says, let 
your heart hold fast my words, keep my commandments, and live. All we have to do is hold God in our hearts and keep the commandments that he told us to keep. Live by the principles of the Bible. And be obedient to God. And then it says when you do that, you'll live. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he goes on to say, get wisdom. Get insight. And do not forget. And do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Get wisdom. And get insight. Uh-huh. And we know that wisdom is God. So, get God. That's right. And your insight is the Holy Spirit. Yeah, so once right. you have God, He will give you the Holy Spirit to give you revelation knowledge. Right? Because mm -hmm. the insight is the knowledge that you get out of, yeah, out of the revelation knowledge. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Don't forget what God has taught you and don't turn away from it. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. And it says in 5, Prize her highly and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. Her meaning wisdom. We have to hold God's wisdom to a high regard. Mm -hmm. We can't just say, you know, and we throw around the word wisdom, you know. But we can't forget that true wisdom comes from God. Say. That's right. True wisdom comes from God. True wisdom comes from God to the to the point where you can't get it nowhere but God. Right. The Holy Spirit gives you. That's right. You can learn natural wisdom here Say. from somebody who's wise, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But how far will natural wisdom go compared to God's wisdom who helps you from a natural and a spiritual standpoint? Mm -hmm. See, a man of wisdom here, he can help you with different things here and there in your life, mm -hmm. in the physical. But what God gives you is a wisdom that's going to help your spirit and it's going to help you in your natural life. Uh -huh. Which means that the wisdom that you gain from God is everlasting. That's right. It works in two realms. The wisdom you get from man just works here. But the wisdom you get from God works in two realms. That's right. 
So what does that mean? If God's wisdom helps you in the natural and the spiritual, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and man's wisdom only helps you in the natural, mm -hmm. man can only help you to a degree. But God's wisdom helps you in the natural and the spiritual, which means God covers your natural self mm -hmm. being physically, and he helps your spiritual being. So all of you, natural you, spiritual you, gets help from one of God's words, where only man can only help you in the physical. Uh-huh. Right. Right? That's right. So, man helps the natural, <coughs> physical you, but God helps the physical and the spiritual you. Mm -hmm. yeah. He helps all of you. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Everything that you are, God helps you with. Mm -hmm. So, this is why you have to hold this highly. God's wisdom is, a, is in high regard. And you exalted it so. Treat God's wisdom as if there is nothing else. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, there is nothing else. <laughs> That's right. He goes on to say, She will place on your head a graceful garland, and she will bestow on you a beautiful crown. Now, you, you think about a graceful garland. Now think think about what she's what he just said. So uh -huh. can you imagine wisdom coming up to you and putting a graceful garland on your head? And then it says and a beautiful crown. So a graceful garland. Garland is something that you get in the natural. The crown you can get in the spiritual. So you get two things put on your head. Right? Now, understand that the garland is graceful. So the garland has grace in it. Mm -hmm. Which means even the natural thing that God puts on your head, the garland, it has spiritual ramifications in it. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. Not only the beautiful crown, but grace is in the garland. Say that, say that. Right. Now, when you think of garland, you think of like a Christmas garland, right? Mm -hmm. And you see garland, and you line it up with everything. You line mm -hmm. up your, you know, it's an accent. So, whatever beautiful crown that God gives you, it's laced in grace. Awesome. Right. Ten says, Hear my son and accept my words. And when when he says this, and think about Solomon being he has God's wisdom with him. Uh -huh. And when he says, Hear my words, don't just listen to what he's saying. He didn't say listen to me. He said, Hear me. Really take this in and truly understand what I'm saying. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Right. 
He's basically saying, I hope you're getting the revelation knowledge out of this. Uh -huh. that, I'm, uh, that I'm telling you here. Accept my words. That the years of your life may be many. Because obedience <coughs> listens to your life. Uh -huh. We have people in the Bible who has was about to die and he talked to God and God lived in his years 15 years uh -huh. right, right. Mm -hmm. why God loves him his obedience <laughs> you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. so you, you your obedience goes further than anything this is why God says obedience is better than sacrifice uh -huh. <laughs> It'll take you a longer way to just obey me than you putting up a sacrifice saying I'm sorry. Because you uh -huh. won't have to say I'm sorry if you just obey. Mm -hmm. All right. That's right. You won't have to go through the trouble of trying to make amends when you just could listen in the first place. Right. Uh -huh. 11 says... I have taught you the ways of wisdom. Right? Mm -hmm. I have taught you the ways of wisdom. Sin. I have led you in the path of uprightness. And it says, when you walk, your steps will not be hampered. I have taught you the ways of wisdom. Now, think about what he said. Mm -hmm. I've taught this to you already. So, I've already trained you in wisdom. Mm -hmm. This is not something I'm telling you now and you're just not getting it. Uh -huh. I know you can get the revelation knowledge from it because we've already been through this. This is not nothing new to you. Mm -hmm. So he says, and when you walk... Uh -huh. Your steps will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. So if you're walking into something, your, walks, your walk won't be hampered by anything the devil could throw at you because you already know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And if you run, you won't stumble over anything that the devil put in your way because you already know how to dodge it. Uh -huh. You ever seen somebody run through an obstacle course mm -hmm. and they yes. just smoothly go through? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most people that go through obstacle courses and, and they can run through it, mm -hmm. most of them has already practiced it and has been through it already. Mm -hmm. You know what a turn and twist and jump. Right? right? Mm -hmm. He's saying you're already versed in this. You already know what the devil going to throw at you. You already understand how he works. Right. So this stuff will not hamper you when you run. Uh -huh. That's why it was easy for Paul to say, I have run my race. <laughs> I have went through the obstacles. Uh -huh. I've jumped over the hoops. Uh -huh. Right? Uh -huh. I've done it. I've been there. My race is over. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. You made it to the finish line. Right. 
13 says, keep hold of instructions. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. So even when you gain wisdom, don't lose it. Don't get lost in the wisdom that you have found. Because you can get lost in wisdom. How do I get lost in wisdom? Because there's more to learn. Don't get comfortable in the wisdom that you learn. And think this is it. You'll never know it all. Right. You'll never understand it all. Right. And a lot of people get comfortable in what they know. And you can't tell them nothing else. They're not willing to learn anything new. Don't be like that. Don't be a person that you that's unteachable. Right. I know all this already. Even if you know something, there's something else to learn in it. And we know that because the Bible is a moving and growing living thing. Everything that God created moves. It's alive. And because of that, you'll never outgrow the Bible. You will never outgrow the Bible. Why? And I want you to get this. This is, this is the number one reason why you will never outgrow the Bible. We know that it's a living and breathing thing, right? It's a living word. So because it's a living word, and it was here way before you, you will never outgrow it because it was here before you. Right. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. And it's going to be here way after you. That's right. You can never outgrow the Bible. I learned it all. I done read the Bible six or seven times. We'll read uh-huh. it six or seven more. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee each time you read it, you're going to learn something new. Yes, uh-huh. The reason you read it six or seven times is because you learn something new every time you read it. Mm-hmm. Right. Otherwise, you would have only needed to read it once. That's it. <laughs> right. That's so it. when people tell me, I've been through the Bible six or seven times, that means you found something new in it every time. Right. There right. would be no reason to read it again and again and again. Right. Read it. Because it's a good book. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You're learning new stuff. Uh-huh. All the time. It's a living, breathing word. And you'll never get older than it. Right. And you'll never outgrow it. Mm-hmm. And trust me, it'll outgrow you way before you outgrow it. Uh-huh. Keep hold of instruction. Do not let go. Garner and for she is your life. Wisdom teaches you. It's the principles that you live by in your life. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I don't want to go out there killing nobody. Why? Because the Bible says do not kill. Uh-huh. You might not even read the Bible. You don't want to kill nobody. Why? Because it's built inside you not to kill nobody. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You might not even read the Bible. But I love sharing. Why? Because the Bible tells you to share. <laughs> the principles of God is built in us. Our job is to go into the Bible and find the principles that's built down in us, and that's who you are. Right. You find yourself in the Bible. Right. Your job is to go into the Bible and look at everything in there and find yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what my purpose is. That's because you don't read enough. Mm-hmm. You want to know your purpose and you want to live your purpose without going through the steps of getting to your purpose. Uh-huh. Yeah. Read the Bible. Mm. Understand who you are because who you are is in there. Mm. Everything is in the Bible. Uh-huh. Even you. Mm-hmm. You're in there. Yeah. The Bible is a map. Of how to get to heaven. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's it's a map to eternal life. But in between that map of eternal life. The reason you can get to eternal life. Is because you're in here. Right. Find yourself. And we live by these principles. Uh Mm Mm-hmm. Once you get through these principles, you will understand who you are. Uh-huh. Because the more you understand the Bible, the more you understand who you are, and the uh, more you understand who God is to you. It's like the Bible is clues to you learning, relearning who you used to be. Right. Who I used to be. Yeah. Because he says before you were in the womb. Mm-hmm. You knew you. That's right. Why? Because it was a you before the womb. Mm-hmm. Before you got here in the physical. It was a you. Mm-hmm. He said. I knew you when you were. A uh, um, fetus. He mm-hmm. didn't say it. He said I knew you before you were in the womb. Mm-hmm. So before you had a natural mother and a natural father here mm-hmm. who, who made you, mm-hmm. I knew you. Right. So he knew you somewhere other than here. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. Now your job is as you grow up is to get in that Bible and find you. That's right. The God that knew you then, you're in here. Mm-hmm. Find yourself. And you pick up clues. Yeah. How do you pick up clues? You do it your whole life. Before you come to Christ, uh-huh. you start teaching. You don't know why you love kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're a good speaker. Mm-hmm. Later on in life, as you come in Christ and find out who you are, you become a pastor. Mm-hmm. You wonder why you can delegate authority so well right. in Walmart. Because <laughs> you you have pastoral abilities, right? 
You wonder why you keep getting dreams and things keep happening. Mm -hmm. Right? Because mm -hmm. God is talking to you. Uh -huh. And he's showing you to get into this book so you can understand who you are. Right. Remember in the scriptures where God called, uh, he called Gideon the mighty man of God. Mm -hmm. Mighty man of valor. Right. Mm -hmm. He calls him the mighty man of valor. He hadn't done anything here. Mm -hmm. But God knew who he was before. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And he knew who he was going to be later. Uh, uh, right. You might not remember who you are, but God knows who you are. Yeah. And He knows who you're going to become. Yeah. That's why it's important to understand that God never changes. Mm -hmm. We was talking about um, the God of is, was, and is to come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because that's when we knew Him. We knew Him when He was in the is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And we're going to know him in the is to come. Uh -huh. right. We know who he is to us. Sam. We learn who he was to us. Uh -huh. And when we learn who he is to be to uh -huh. us. Right. He goes on to tell us in 14... Do not enter the path of the wicked. Mm -hmm. And do not walk in the way of the evil. Right. Do not go down the path of the wicked. And do not walk in the way of the evil. There's a path that is wicked. And there's a walk that is evil. Wicked and evil ends up on the same path. What's the difference between wicked and evil? Evil is something you become. Wicked is something that you become evil and you've already did that thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can have evil tendencies, but you don't become wicked until you've done something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. You see that? <coughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, walking down this wicked path. Mm -hmm. You say the path is wicked. But, but listen, see, and I want you to understand the difference between them, because it says, do not enter the path of the wicked. And it tells you don't enter the path. Now, how do you enter a path? Because you have to walk in the way of evil. So to get to that path, you have to walk there. Mm -hmm. So you're walking in evil, and then you end up in the wicked path. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
You have these evil tendencies, and these in evil tendencies, mm -hmm. you walked in that way, and now you've already become wicked because you've, you're already on that path. Mm -hmm. You've already done something. You can't get on that path until you've done something. Mm -hmm. Evil becomes wicked because you have acted on evil tendencies. Say that, say that. Wow. And he's telling you, do not walk in this way, in this evil way. Avoid it and do not go on it. This is why God tells us to be angry, but don't sin. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because you can get angry, and angry turns into vengeance and violence. Right. But he tells you not to do that. That's what happened to, um, um, uh, um, that's what happened to Cain. Mm -hmm. God told him. Mm -hmm. Sin is knocking at your door because he mm -hmm. was mad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So God talked to him when he had these evil tendencies in his head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he did a wicked thing by end up killing his his brother. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. He wasn't wicked until he did it. God uh -huh. didn't God didn't do nothing. He passed judgment on him after he did it. But he tried to warn him before he did it. Right. Right? Right. God didn't try to warn He did warn Right. And he didn't heed to the warning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. True. So I just want you to understand the difference between being evil and being wicked. Okay. Going even further is what makes you become wicked. See mm -hmm. And he says, avoid it and do not go on it. Turn away from it and, and pass on. You, which means you can have these evil tendencies, you can be angry, just don't sin. Uh -huh. Don't go the path of the wicked. Right. Get those evil thoughts out of your head and keep moving. We were right. talking earlier today, the first thing we do when, something, when we get wronged is think vengeance. Mm -hmm. And we want to do something about it. We want to reconcile the situation mm -hmm. and a lot of times we want to do it by any means necessary mm -hmm. people, you can't some people you just can't stop once they get going it's a wrap that's true 16 says for they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong ain't that something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow people stay up all night I've been thinking all night what I'm going to do to you. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> you can't wait till in the morning. Wow. You know? Wow. Remember in school? Mm. After school. Yeah. After school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. So, rest of the day. 
You ain't even thinking about school work. Yeah. You worry about this fight you're going to get into after school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You all know, seen that the main ones that want to fight after school is the one to get beat up. Mm. <laughs> wow. This was this is what you wanted to do. <laughs> but I mean that's that's what I'm talking about. You can't you you can't even rest. You you got all of these wicked things in you to the point where you just let them take over you. Uh -huh. mm. Revenge. Wow. They gonna get theirs, and you gonna make sure they get theirs. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show them. All you're showing is how crazy you are. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right. And, how, and how, how much you have let the devil take over you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to show you the difference. We talk about the body of Christ, right? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Now, in the body of Christ, the scripture says this. We're going to go by scripture. And this is what happens when this evil takes over and turns wicked. But in the body of Christ, it says in scripture that we, he has many members. Uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. In the body of Christ, there are many members. Mm -hmm. Now, who are the members? We are. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh -huh. The physical people are the many members. Mm -hmm. But it's one body. Uh -huh. It's one spiritual body of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's one spiritual body with many physical members. Mm -hmm. This is what happens. Now with the devil, and we see this with Legion, there's uh -huh. one physical body with a whole bunch of spiritual members. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yes. It's yes. just the opposite of what God is doing. Yes. You see that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you let all of those spirits come into you, into this one body, uh -huh. they just take over. Yeah. yeah. And you allow them to, and then you just do all kind of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. God uses one body, mm. one spiritual body, and has a lot of physical members. Uh -huh. But the devil, he uses your one body for all of his spiritual members. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you become legion. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And legion had took over the man that he couldn't even help himself. Uh -huh. To the point where he in a cave just cutting on himself. Yeah. They chained him up in the city and he broke the chains. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. It's when you let the demons take over. You know, Mike Tyson did an interview not too long ago. And he said, the man asked him, he says, how did you feel before you got ready to fight? And Mike Tyson says, I cried before every fight. Uh -huh. And he says, why did you cry before every fight? Mike Tyson says, because I am going, I know that I'm about to turn it to somebody that I don't like. Oh. Say that, say that. Right. Oh. Ain't that something? Yeah. It's horrible. 
horrible. Evil and wicked. Mm. 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 For they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, uh. In 16. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. In the middle of the night, you just pace it. Sure. You can't sleep. Why? Because the evil spirits that you have in you, mm -hmm. they don't sleep. Mm -mm. Nope. <laughs> and they took over you, so you up all night. Mm -hmm. They don't sleep. Mm -hmm. They don't need rest. Mm -hmm. You wonder why you can't sleep at night and you got all these crazy things and thoughts in your head? Because mm -hmm. the demons that's plaguing you don't sleep. They don't need sleep. They just need you. Uh -huh. 17 says, For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. Mm -hmm. Now, wickedness, now we talked about wicked. That mm -hmm. means you have done something. Mm -hmm. Wickedness is when you continue to do something. Mm -hmm. You yeah. just, you lost now. Right. Uh -huh. Say so you eat the bread of wickedness. You can't even stop. You just. All day long. Say it, say it. You see gangsters and stuff, and they got these teardrops on their faces and all of this stuff. Yeah. These yeah. all the different people I done killed and all that kind of stuff. Because you just lost. Yeah. You lost in wickedness. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. You have done more than one wicked thing. Mm -hmm. You just lost in it. Uh -huh. You look at the. Uh, um, uh, murderers and um, mm -hmm. those people that murder all the time, you know, like mm -hmm. John Gacy and mm -hmm. all these serial killers. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. They're lost in wickedness. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. And they drink the wine of violence. That's where they at. Uh -huh. 18. But the path of righteousness is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? So, at dawn, when you are, when you decide to come to Christ, you're still in the darkness, but you see a light. And uh -huh. as you come to Christ, the light gets brighter and brighter as the day goes on. Uh -huh. Until you just have a sunny 70 degree day with no wind blowing and you at the beach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Until full day. Right. Now, 19 says the way of the wicked is like a deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. Can you imagine just running through the darkness and you just tripping over everything mm -hmm. and you ain't paying attention and you just going anyway and you get right back up and just keep running mm -hmm. head first mm -hmm. just gone mm -hmm. in the dark mm -hmm. stumbling through everything mm -hmm. and you know people in your life that lives are just a mess and they just keep doing Crazy thing after crazy thing after crazy thing. Mm -hmm. wow. All you can do is shake your head because they won't listen to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
you know what's so sad about it is though that they believe that everything is fine. Yeah. They don't see nothing wrong with the way they live. Right. Mm -hmm. right. When you have demons in you like that, they they make you feel like your life is fine. Yeah. Everybody else is crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Wicked things are not not are not necessarily always violent. You can do some wicked things to people mm -hmm. and be so nice to them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you do that? Stealing people's money, Say that. befriending people, and mm -hmm. doing all kind of crazy stuff to them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wicked things are evil acts acted upon. Mm -hmm. So an evil act doesn't always have to be violent. You see? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can do some really cruel and wicked things to people. Wow. And all the time, they're moving you away from everybody else. And you'll see yourself alone with them. That's what the devil do. Put you alone by yourself with him. You'll look up and all the only friend you got is this person, and you swear this person is down with you. And they done moved you away from everybody. They did so many crazy things to all of the people around you where they don't want to be bothered with you no way, no now, no way. They're done. She got this crazy friend with her now. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wicked. Right? Uh -huh. It's sad what we see in this world. So he says, my son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. And when you hear all of what we just talked about, you can understand why he says be tentative to my word because Solomon is talking to his sons and he's under he understands what this world is like he's a king uh -huh. and not only that he was a son under a king and he watched David go through it uh -huh. you see what I'm saying and he learned from that and he's telling his sons, look, please, heed my words. Right, right. Because you don't know how valuable this stuff is. Say And I'm trying to save you from a world of hurt. No, okay. Ever tried to tell your kids something and you're just watching them go down a bad road? And you trying to tell them, and they look at you like you crazy, mm -hmm. and you can't do nothing but take your hands off and watch them go through it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Because they they just refuse to listen to you. Right. Wow. He says, "My son, be attentive to my word and incline your ear to my sayings. Mm -hmm. Hear me. Right. Let them not escape from your sight. Uh -huh. Keep them within your heart." He like put them in a safe and tie it to your back. Mm. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
22. For they are life to those who find them, uh -huh. and healing to all, to all their flesh. God's wisdom is life. Say that. Right. God's wisdom is peace. Say that, say that. When you use God's wisdom, uh, I teach this all the time. When you use God's wisdom in this natural life, mm -hmm. it's going to give you peace. And not only peace with you, but the people around you. Mm -hmm. right. When you start using God's principles in everything that you do, you'll see yourself in a peaceful state. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that you won't have a lot of enemies around you. Right. And the only enemies you will have are people that are jealous of you. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. They won't be mad at you because you did something to them. Mm -hmm. They'll be mad at you because they want what you have. Say that, say that. Jealousy and envy. You know, that's not to say you won't have any enemies. You'll have enemies, but for the right reasons. Say mm. No, okay. You won't have enemies because you didn't did something to these people. Mm -hmm. You'll have enemies because they want what you have. Say that. Mm. They don't understand why their life is so incomplete and yours is so happy. Uh -huh. And you got less than they do, but you are so happy. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why are they happy. I got all of this stuff. They got a little, but they are happy. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. You ever see that? Mm -hmm. Most of the people that, and you, and they ask, why are you so happy? And they mad because you happy. Mm -hmm. right? They can't stand that you having fun. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. You know my wife talk about this all the time about <laughs> fun. People yeah. hate to see other people having fun. When they see you having fun without them, mm -hmm. and they not a part of fun, right. uh -huh. oh, they don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. You'll see people, oh no, why they having fun? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where is this fun coming from? <laughs> You'll see it all the time. You see kids oh, in the daycare. Yeah. Two kids over here having a ball. Mm -hmm. Come over there and knock over all they leg up. Because <laughs> you having fun without it. Uh -huh. They don't like that. Yeah. People grow up with that mentality though. Because uh -huh. yeah. they not happy with their life. They want you to be miserable too because misery loves company. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. okay. Oh yeah. That's right. For they are life to those who find them, and healing to all their flesh. God's wisdom heals the flesh. Uh -huh, uh -huh. How does it heal the flesh? Not physically like, well, sometimes it will. It just depends on what's going on with you. But if you got, it's not really talking about the physical body. It's talking mm -hmm. about healing the flesh like the flesh won't take over you. Right. You know, you won't always want to please the flesh uh -huh. and heal the flesh and the flesh will stay in its place right. so when that woman walk past in that, in that yellow skirt <laughs> uh -huh. you won't do a double take uh -huh. <laughs> or a triple or a triple take okay. All right. or a tap on the shoulder oh! Uh oh <laughs> Right? Right. Yes. 
won't look at that man and want him. Even, mm-hmm. though, he, even though he with his uh, his wife. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You want want that woman even though she with her husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Keeping the flesh healed. All right. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. They are like to those fighting and healing to all their flesh. All their flesh. Uh-huh. Right. Ain't that funny? All their flesh. Like, it's more pieces. Now, mm-hmm. flesh is one flesh. Now, mm-hmm. he said all their flesh. All uh-huh. the parts of your flesh. Uh-huh. Right. The stuff that gets tempted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Is your feet going somewhere they shouldn't be going? Your hands going somewhere they shouldn't be going? <laughs> Other parts of your body in somebody's bed that shouldn't be there? Oh, right. Right? Right. right. All your flesh. Mm. 23 says, keep your heart with all vigilance. Uh-huh. That's what I say. You put that heart and these words that God give you uh-huh. into a safe and tie it to your back and don't let it out of your sight. Right. He said with all vigilance. Because you have to understand Solomon had a thousand women in his house. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he understand oh, yeah. where the flesh can go. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. It said from for from it flows the springs of life. And you can imagine in in Solomon's temple. Uh-huh. Where he is king of all Israel. There's all these women at his and and and, and, and I can see him writing something like this scripture right here. After he just go away from everything for a while and mm-hmm. just find peace with himself. Mm-hmm. Not as king, just as Solomon. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not as king, not as not as husband, not as just just Solomon. Mm-hmm. You find peace within yourself when you get by yourself sometimes. And then when you got to go back, because you, you ever go on vacation and you're just having a ball. Mm-hmm. And then you get ready to come back home that last day and it's like, you already know what you're going to be in for when you go back. Because you know the next day you got to go to work and you got you already know what to expect there. Uh-huh. And it's like, you just kind of want to stay in that moment. Say that, say that. Right. You know? Yeah. And he says, keep your heart with all vigilance, from, for from it flows the springs of life. Because when you stay within yourself, no matter what is going on, uh-huh. the springs of life will always be there. Right. You will find peace no matter uh-huh. what is going on around you. Mm-hmm. And that's what the scripture does. It teaches you how to stay in the peace of God. Mm-hmm. When you have Jesus Christ in your life, you have that peace. Nothing can take that peace away from you. Uh-uh-uh. Unless you allow it. Right. 24 says, put away from you crooked speech. 
and you talking crazy, put that stuff away. When somebody talking crazy to you and you just ready to snap off, put that away. Right. Because all it's going to do is make you say something you're going to regret. Because when you're in Christ, you're always going to have to go back and repent. You're going to get convicted. You don't even need to go through all of that. Right. Uh -uh. You don't need to go through all of that. And when you put away that crooked speech, talking crazy, cursing, and all of that kind of stuff, when you put it away, you won't use it anymore. Right. Which means you'll find a better way to deal with it. Because mm -hmm. that was your way at first. Just cursing anybody out. Mm -hmm. But now that you can't curse anybody out, you'll find a different way. You'll find a better way to deal with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So put away crooked speech. Uh -huh. And put devious talk far from you. Devious talk You ever heard devious talk? Uh -huh. Devious people doing devious things? The mm -hmm. word of devious is devil. See that? Mm -hmm. Devilish stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. We was looking at the word last night. My wife came to me and she got a revelation yesterday when we was on the ark. And she said, the word devastate. The word was devastation. Mm -hmm. And she looked at it and said, she pulled it apart. And the first part of devastation was diva. Mm -hmm. D-E-V-A. Mm -hmm. And then station. You take deva, station. And you look at the word devastation and it's just total chaos. Yeah. But you think about diva, and diva is a demon. Yeah. It's a name of a demon in the Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, and all of these demons go back to the devil. So you think of devil station. A station where the devil is. Uh -huh. Total chaos. Right. Yeah. Confusion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The devil's station. Mm -hmm. He's placed there and destroyed it all. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Wow. Devastation. Devastation. Yeah. She had broken down to devastate. The mm -hmm. state of the devil. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. Being in a devilish state of mind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which means you you just capable of doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking and he's telling you in this devilish state of mind in on twenty four. Put this talk far from you. Mm -hmm. Devious stuff. Devilish things. A devilish state of mind. Right. Get that out your head. Why are you trying to do all of that? Mm. Who are you trying to prove this to? Right. Nobody can talk to me that way. Why? They just did. Mm. So now what? They're going to pay for that. Right. Don't talk to me. Right. Yeah. Don't 
<laughs> and it's like, you're going to make them pay for that wine. But you're going to pay works later. Mm-hmm. 25 says, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Mm-hmm. Now remember, I was telling you. It said keep your eyes straight. Mm-hmm. That's why they put them blinders on horses. Mm-hmm. So they won't be looking all over the place. Right. They keep straight and they right. go where you need them to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Why? Because that woman with that skirt. Keep your eyes on your on the road. Yes. Yes. Right? Right. right. We do. We we let we let our mind stray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just stay focused on where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. I often talk about you know the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. That saying, and then God showed me a, an image of the light being at the end of the tunnel. And the problem is, people don't know how long the tunnel is. Amen. But but you keep your eye on that light that's at the end. And and a lot of people try to bust through the walls and try to get out or go out the ceiling or mm-hmm. do a, just keep going where the light is. Right. Right. Stop trying to invent stuff. Right. <laughs> Right. Just go to the light. Directly forward. Uh-huh. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Right. These are your eyes. And then he talks about in 26, ponder the path of your feet. Mm-hmm. Watch where you are going. Yeah. Your feet uh-huh. will walk you to some places you know you don't need to be. Mm. Uh-huh. It'll walk you over to some houses that you know you don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Walk you into some clubs where you know you don't need to be. Right. Walk you into some liquor stores you know you don't need to be. Right. Walk you into gangs and, and all kind of stuff. Right. Uh-huh. Where you know you don't need to be. Right. Uh-huh. Ponder the path of your feet. Ponder first. Uh-huh. Ponder means think about what you're doing before mm-hmm. you end up going somewhere you ain't got no business. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. It says, and when you do that, then all of your ways will be sure. Because uh-huh. if you think about it and you see how crazy you're thinking, <laughs> you'll say, okay, I ain't doing that today. Uh-huh. Right. Pondering means think about the outcome of what where you're about to go. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to go to the liquor store today. But then I ain't gonna do nothing to get drunk. And I ain't gonna remember where I was at with my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably wake up somewhere. I don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, instead of going through all of that, go in the house and sit down. Right. Drink some water. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Kool Aid, tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you a cup of coffee and go sit down. Sit down, sit down. Then all your ways will be sure when you mm-hmm. think about stuff before you act on it. Mm-hmm. These are the principles of God. Remember last week we talked about the book of Proverbs is God's mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This is the mindset of God. Mm-hmm. These are his principles that he, God is saying, okay, this is the brain that you're supposed to have when you think sure, about sure. it, when you're walking around this earth. Think about this stuff. In the last scripture, it says in 27, 
Do not swerve to the right or the left. Turn your foot away from evil. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Which means when you get into a situation, don't turn around. Mm -hmm. Don't swerve to the left or the right. Which means you're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. right. Don't even think about it. Just keep going straight. Uh -huh. Turn your foot from the evil. Why? Because evil end up, you'll end up in a wicked state. Right. He's trying to get you to, to understand that walking the evil way will put you on that wicked path. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to end up doing something wicked. You can stop it while the thought is just evil. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Before you do something crazy, you know, before you do something crazy, just stop and walk away. And this is the instructions of a father. This is God's instructions. Mm-hmm. To how to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just want you to understand that, you know, this, this Proverbs 4 is all about, it, it talked a lot about evil and wicked and uh -huh. how to, how to uh, tell the difference between the two. But these are God's instructions to say us. That, say that. Right. We see Solomon telling his sons this, but in the spiritual, this is. God talking to us, telling us, you don't have to do the things that you're doing. You don't have to go through the stuff that you're going through. Right. Just stop and walk away from that. And make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Yes. And allow God's wisdom to come into you. Yes. Yes. That you won't be doing these wicked things anymore. Uh -huh. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you today for these scriptures. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to see how we don't have to live the way we live. We can turn this around at any time. As long as we are living on this earth, we can stop and walk the way that you wanted us to walk. Be the person that you told us we could be. Learn our true purpose. And Father, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us. So now we have a chance at everlasting life. Uh -huh. Father, we thank and praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and we say amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Uh -huh. watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.